everyone, welcome to episode 65 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa, and this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetops book review blog. And today is Friday, and it's the 1st of February, 2019. Yes. I know. It's, it's been a long oh, time. <laughs> oh my gosh, we had an accidental summer hiatus there we for did. a little while. Um, and it's a real shame because I feel like every episode we do, we say this has been longer than we expected, but this really has been yes, longer. Yes, it has. But <laughs> we now have um, the all of our children are at school, and we're not in the middle of um, you know uni degrees or anything anymore. That's all finished. Exciting. So we're back, and we're um, planning to be a bit more regular. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're jinxing us by saying that. I know, that. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, we'll see how we go. Um, so this week, um, we're going to talk about some of the books that are coming out in the early part of, t- of 2019. There are so many great books coming That's out right. in t- this year that um, we've just, we've got so many packed into the first few months. So we'll just talk about those ones and catch up on what we have been reading. That's right. Since mm-hmm. the last time we spoke. Um so if you um at this entire podcast basically runs on coffee so if you would like to buy us a coffee if you enjoy <laughs> listening to us um talk about books you can go to teaintheetreetops.com which is our website and um there's a button on the side that says buy us a coffee and uh, we will love you forever if you do that thank you all right we better have a quick chat about what we have been reading sure over christmas mhm mhm all right so i have to admit i have been it it's been a while. I actually don't know when we last recorded, but based on what's in my list right here, it it's October. Yeah, it's been a while. A lot of it has actually been audiobooks. So that's oh, yeah. why I know it's been a long time because um, they take a lot longer. Yes. <laughs> um, so just to quickly, I did read Wondersmith, The Calling of Morrigan Crow, which is the second of a Nevermore series by Jessica Townsend. It was yep. excellent. I'm very disappointed in you, Annie, that you have not yet no, read it. Ha- it's there. Oh. Yes. Okay. I won't go into too many details because I'm sure at some point you will read it and we can then talk about it. Or even better, I'm hoping that Jessica Townsend does another signing at some point because I couldn't make I couldn't make it. So um, I really feel like I want the book signed. Seeing she is a local, she's not that far from us. Um, Okay. So I also listened to while I was reading One Smith, I listened to the third and final book, um, The Towering Sky by Catherine. McGee um I think the, the series is the thousandth floor that was the name of the oh, first yeah. book so yeah. look these aren't these aren't deep and meaningful brilliant books I put them in the same category as the selection a little bit of light-hearted <laughs> you know slightly yeah. science fiction slightly dystopia but really more modern teen, kind teen of gossip romance type thing okay um but it was it was quite good I thought I had quite a clever ending it was different to what I expected I liked it I can't remember half of what happened in the entire trilogy which just explains exactly what I mean about it being slightly trashy good for summer reads maybe we don't really need a lot like the fast reads anyway i still recommend it if you're looking for something mindless though you probably not you didn't like the selection (laughs) which i also suggested in that same vein mindless things but (laughs) yes okay um (laughs) then i read fury born which is by claire legrand and it's the first in the series called the imperium series now this was an excellent book it took me forever to get through it i was on that audiobook 
before Christmas, through oh. Christmas in the new year, when I finally decided, you know what, I keep falling asleep within five seconds of starting this audio book. I'm starting it again. I then got really into it and I oh, read good. through it all. Um, it's had quite mixed reviews on Goodreads with quite a few people saying it's too like one of the characters because it's told in alternative points of view from two women. And one, like a lot of people were saying, she's a complete ripoff of um, Selena from from um, Throne of Glass. I, yeah. I didn't really think she was. I can kind of see there were some similarities, but I, I felt that they were very different personalities personally. I thought it was a very clever idea. I thought the opening um, prologue to that book was a really good hook. It was an excellent hook. It's well written. It is like a lot of other fantasies, but I still felt, I feel like that will be a good series. I'm definitely going to read the second one. I liked it. I, like, I was really, um, I was really, attracted by the cover um it's yes. got a really nice looking cover, it does so. that's why i decided to read it really oh, okay. that was one of the reasons <laughs> the cover um i also think that there are a couple of things that surprised me in it so okay. i mean not there are some things i picked really quickly but um some things i was surprised with how it all came together but i thought they were really interesting ideas and i really liked the concept and the worlds and how it worked and there's still a lot of things that have not been explained and i'm really looking forward to finding out how that all came together because it's sort of told with like a thousand years between the two points of view but the storyline culminates together really well it's it's really interesting it's it's good it's like time travel or i'm not going to spoil it i'm not going to spoil it it's 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 really good though yeah and then i literally just finished yesterday um the audiobook of the iron flower which is book two of the black witch chronicles by laurie forrest so a lot of people hated um, the first book in that series yeah, I remember decided that was it was racist yada 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 decided to read specifically because, because so that. many people yep. did that mm-hmm. um, I've quite I don't think the second book was as strong as the first book but it's it's been good there are a couple of things I totally at the end mind blown did not realize oh. or see coming and went whoa she really did a number on me and then I was like maybe I've not been paying enough attention while listening to this and I should have picked that up but there was some things at the end of that book that I was just like I was completely and utterly not expecting that whatsoever and that's really awesome some things were obvious but some things were really yeah not obvious so that's pretty good I don't get shocked very often so <laughs> yeah. I actually reround that and listened again to oh, that part wow. because I was like did I really get this right anyway I think it's a really good series. I don't think it's a racist series. I think what it does do is it puts a lot of contemporary ideas and politics into a story and tell it in a fantasy setting. So it gives you a really safe way to explore, um, you know, race and socioeconomic disparities and, you know, exclusion and all of those sorts of bits and pieces that perhaps a lot of people would prefer not to touch, but I think it exists so why shy away from it yep anyway yes so that's what i have read recently and i just started akane by lynette noti on audio or audible audiobook um and i was up a lot last night with children so i'm already about 11 12 chapters in right it's quite it's quite good yeah mm. yeah i hope you enjoy it like this the series gets better as it goes on like yes the, that's what the I first can... book is good but it's you know as the books go on it gets better, and better okay so. okay um yes no it's good it doesn't quite have the magic that is harry potter or wonder smith yeah so far 
And it's funny because um, the I'm Flower series is set at a university. So in a way, it's still the same sort of thing. It's a bit of a magic type school. Yes. So it's it's weird to go from one to another. But this is so far a much more lighthearted style. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of The Magicians, actually, a little okay. bit. I don't know. It's got that sort of vibe. Sorry. I've just got yeah. to the point where they've had their first blackout in the middle of class and they've snuck out. And I feel okay. like, I don't know, it's got that sort of Magicians vibe about it. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't watched I'll The Magicians going. when I read it. So now, But now that you say that. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I've also got The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. I've got that as both an ebook and an audio book at the moment. So I think that's what I'm I've heard doing good next. About that. It's meant to be brilliant. And the third book just came out. The final book just came out, um, which is why I got it. And it's funny because I actually started that first and I just, it was just seeming a bit too serious and Russian the voice at the beginning and I fell asleep really quickly and then I decided no I'm going to try carne okay, <laughs> and do that first it seemed a bit more light-hearted so yes yes yeah, I like I do Lynette writes in a really um I don't want to say it's like an Aussie way but it's like a conversational way like the way that yeah. we talk that's how she writes she also it. has really used like mate it. and I'm like I wonder if yeah. she meant she's mate <laughs> I don't know <laughs> obviously in Medora <laughs> Medora what is it Medora or Medoran Medora Medora is yeah, it's Medora. Yeah, obviously, mate has come across, even though they're in the northern hemisphere version, not the southern. (laughs) Go and read my review of the first. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Lynette. I love you, but um, I was really harsh in my review of the first book. But anyway, I still love this. You aren't the first person to say the first, but don't don't judge the series on the first book. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm so proud of her for everything that she's achieved with this series and everything. But yeah, that first book. It ha- the it weakest. Had- yeah. yeah. Okay. It- okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's actually probably not a bad thing because I actually think lighthearted stuff is better as an audio book. That's what I've decided. Yeah, okay. I feel yeah. that it's just yeah. easier. Anyway, you think it's more engaging or? Uh, well, I think because I'm always doing something else while I'm listening, I need okay. it to be. Like, as I said, when I was listening to The Iron Flower, I rewound it because I needed to make sure I was paying 100% attention. Well, yes, I might be at the gym or I might be cooking dinner or going to sleep, but it's still enough to, if I miss too much, you don't really get into it at the same level. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Okay. All right. So what about you? Oh, me. Um, I, over the sort of Christmas period... I because I had the kids at home all the time and I just I wasn't I actually <laughs> going to work a lot so my commute time is when I do most of my reading yeah <laughs> so I haven't it took me probably over three months to read Kingdom of Ash I think Sarah I read J. that Mars. in two or three days <laughs> I know I bought it on opening on, on like release day I know and I didn't actually start reading it for probably a month after that and then um I think it's partly because it's such a huge book that it um, it was intimidating to look at for one thing, but also yeah. I didn't want to carry it around with me all the time. This is why sometimes and an ebook so, is a yeah. good thing because I, I yes. didn't know how long I had left ever because yeah okay it wouldn't be till I would go going oh I should upgrade update my Goodreads on what percentage I am that I'd go oh I'm still only twenty five percent through that book do you know what I mean because you had it in ebook I had an ebook for Kingdom of Ash yeah yeah but. It wasn't that I wasn't into it because when I did read it, I was, you know, I wanted to know what was happening. But there is a – we'll talk – let's talk about it more later. After, okay. after we've done all the other stuff, we'll have a bit of a spoilery 
okay, review discussion. Of, mm-hmm. of it at the end. Um, but I did enjoy it when I finally got around to it. sat down and read like probably the last 20% of it in one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was good. So now I'm reading Vardesia, which is mm-hmm. the final book in that Akane series from yeah. Lynette Noni. And the... Um, um, the launch is coming up in a couple of weeks. It's on the on the nineteenth of February. Um, I'm pretty sure it's at one of the schools again in Brisbane, and she is having launches all around Australia. So, yeah, go and have a look at her Instagram. There's a big post on there that's got all of her tour dates listed, and um, and I I'm not that far into it yet, but I, I'm really enjoying it. So um, yeah, that's another series finishing. There's like I've got a big pile of books over there to read. Is it five books or six books? Um, this is the fifth book, but there's also the oh, book and of, the um, novella. So it's kind of like yeah. But the novellas are, they're, are they? There are a few. There's like three ones from the point of view of her friends, um, and they're spread out through the series. So yeah. one of them's beforehand. Is that, is it Jordan Bear. Jordan? Jordan Bear and DC. Oh, they become friends. Okay. Oh, sorry, I just spoiled the whole thing for you. <laughs> no, no, I had no, a no, feeling. Fine. Do you know what I mean? I had a feeling. I'm like, in these books, anyone that hates each other that much on site always ends up fast friends. <laughs> yes. Right? Enemies do There others. are some tropes. There are some um, tropes. Yeah, no, they're, they're, there's three from the, their different points of view, and they're one of them's before the series, one's in the middle, and one's mm-hmm. sort of up to date. So yeah. there are spoilers, so don't okay. read the novellas. I'm also assuming that that random Avon weird guy who she meets who says you're my salvation is going to be somebody important later on down the track. Anyway, mm, don't spoil it. No don't spoilers. Spoil it. <laughs> and maybe if you haven't finished reading it, you shouldn't come to the launch because there's probably going to be loads of spoilers. That's there. true. Well, the thing is, though, I'm going to have to, like, if that's the end of a series, even if I finish book one, there'd still be spoilers. So. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we will see. <laughs> you could catch up by then. It's only... You're on holidays. <laughs> got I three am. Weeks. I'm a bit of a lady of leisure. Maybe I can. Mm. All right. So anyway, you'll nearly okay. finish that. You've got 50 uh, million other books that. to read. I've got a lot. I'm going to read. Um... You haven't even read York yet. I know. The second one's coming out. It's not in today's no, no. list. No, it is. Second. It's, oh, oh, it's no, later in the it's year. It's later in the year. Well, I've got um, I've got Wondersmith on my list um, for next. But there are other books that I also want to read. I actually also at some point soon... We went, we went to the um, Lifeline Book Fest oh, yes. last week or two mm-hmm. weeks ago and um, I picked up this massive pile of, of um, kids' books yes. to read and I now have an almost complete set of... Um, Tamara Pierce? I've got those Tamora Pierce books, um, The Song of the Lioness. Yes, yes. I really love to read those but I've also got... Um, Emily Rodder's um, Del Toro Quest series, which is kid like middle grade fantasy, but it's um, it's almost like early middle seven. grade, I would say, because that's a very small book. It is, it's and the not words a, are quite big. Yeah, but the story it's not a, it's not a like, beginner reader. It's a but it's not a middle grader. It's like a, a very early middle grade. I think eight is actually a very good age for it. Yeah, would be well, Matthew's been plowing through them. So oh, has he? He's read, he's them. read awesome. He's read the um, he'd read book one and two earlier because we had that already, and now he's up to book five or something. Okay, but okay. he's doing this thing which is really annoying me. I I can't tell him not to do it because he he needs to read his own way. But what he does is when he gets the book and he kind of looks at the at the contents page if it has one. Yeah, I don't know if this has one. And then he just chooses which chapter he likes the sound of, and he just starts there. 
And I'm like, that's you, blasphemy. You can't do that. Like, you can't just skip bits of the book. Like, what if you miss some important information? He's like, oh, it's not that important. I just. But what if he decides it's the last chapter that's the most interesting title? Then Does he, he just, just start reads. I, I mean, I'm, I I'm assume sorry, he'll. This is baffling me. As he, he grows get... and, you know, starts reading more complicated books, he won't be able to do that because you really kind of need to know some of the start of stories. Yes, yes, but, you do. And he just, he, he like did if it. He, he did goes, that with oh, Harry Potter. He'd missed some really important bits and pieces. I know. I was saying, why don't you just start at the beginning and read until the end? It's mm. like, no, I don't want to read that part. I want to read about when they go to the shadow something. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. I just, <laughs> just leave the room. You do whatever you want to do. Mm. We've completely gone off tangent. Yes, as usual. Well, anyway, let's um, let's go to what's coming up, shall we? Okay, so there was so yeah, as I said before, there were so many books for yes. this first half of this year that we've actually decided just to stick with the first quarter of this year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So these are some um, great kind of summary reads, or if you are currently freezing your tits off in the US, um, or, and, and, yes. and and Europe is also extremely Very cold. cold. Um, Which is winter need, reads for curling up somewhere warm. We just warm. need some of your cold here in Australia, and you need some of our warm. Yeah, maybe and then we can the just, world would be a happy place. Even things out. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we've got some nice air cons. Not so bad. Yeah. Uh, so let's start in January. Books that are already out. Yes. Um, we've only got a couple for January because we knew that it would be <laughs> out by the time we did this. Um, we, on the second, 22nd um, of January, Circle of Shadows came out, which is Evelyn Skye's new book. Uh, this is also in, like a completely new series for her yes. by the sound of it. So... She now I'm trying to remember the name of her other book. It was Crown's Fate was yeah, the second something to do with Crown's Crown. Game and the Crown's yeah, Fate. Yeah, maybe? yeah. Was there a third one? No, I think it's just. I a think duology. it was just a duology. And I, only I re- read the first one. Yeah, I remember loving the first it. one. That's yeah. a really sad thing. I actually have the audio book for the second one. Okay, okay. and I haven't listened to it. It's, I can't remember. It's going to be like Lee Bardugo all over again. Like we love the first couple of books, and then. Then all these other ones have come out and we just haven't read any of them. No, they get <laughs> anyway. too much. Yeah, so I oh, need to get to them anyway. Yeah. Circle of Shadows. Um, I'll just read a little bit of the blurb because if we start reading all of the blurbs, it's going to take yeah. us all day. Sora can move as silently as a ghost and hurl throwing stars with lethal accuracy. Her Gemina, Damon, can win any physical fight blindfolded and with an arm tied behind his back. They are apprentice warriors of the Society of Tigers, marked by the gods to be trained in magic and the fighting arts to protect the kingdom of Kichona. So it sounds like Gemini, like Gemini, like they're twins, or Are they? maybe yeah, they're like maybe a parabatai type, or type twins, thing. One of the two. Um, and they, you know, go on adventures. I guess. Mm. I wonder if it's like a romance. But is as well. he actually a, a main character? It sounds from the, that synopsis that he's not. It's mainly Sora, and he just happens to be there. Yeah, oh, know. do you know what else it came to cool. mind? Do you remember um, Northern Lights, Philip Pullman? Yes. With the little spirit. They've got the little... Oh, that's called a daemon, isn't it? Uh, something it's like a that, daemon, yeah. So I don't know, because I'm like, is it something like that? I don't know. I don't know. know. We'll have to get it and find out. We'll have to read it. That's right. <laughs> it does sound good. And I do remember um, really enjoying that Crowns Game one. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it sounds interesting. Hmm. Um, also coming out in January, it came out at the beginning of Jan, so January 8th, is The Wicked King, which is book two of The Folk of the Air um, by Holly Black. Now, I read the first one. Sorry, I listened to the first one. Yeah. And it was really good, and it had a really full-on ending. So I'm very keen to get to that. Um, though I think I'm going to try reading it, not audiobook okay. listening, because I felt like I missed stuff again I, it was one of those books where i'd fall asleep every five seconds but i was just absolutely shattered when i was going yeah. through that particular audiobook and i had to restart it in the end and go again but i think i'm gonna i feel like it was a much it was a very complicated deep story and i don't think audiobook was the best format for me yep. and i really liked it so i'm gonna definitely put that on my to read list Sound, that series sounds awesome. I keep hearing people it is. raving it, about it. It was so. an excellent book. The covers are amazing too. Yes. So that always helps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. Okay, so coming out on the 5th of February, which is like next week, yep. um, Lady Smoke by Laura Sebastian. This is the second book in the Ash Princess series. And I'm pretty sure Ash Princess was one that I really, every time I saw it in a shop or anything, I just looked at it and went, oh, that looks so gorgeous. I want to buy that. Mm. And I never did. <laughs> and now I'm regretting it because the second book's about to come out. Yeah. But um, I don't actually know anything about it except that it's got a pretty cover. It has an amazing cover. <laughs> and I think book two has an amazing cover too. No, I just love the cover. <laughs> I, just, like, I looked at that cover and went, ooh. And then I was like, damn it, it's book two. Is it fantasy, though, or is it's it... It's absolute fantasy. Okay. So, throne cruelly stolen and a girl who must fight to take it back for her people. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I feel that this sounds very similar to the Teeling series, if that makes yep. sense. Um, it's got that really epic fantasy, you know, trying... Revolution. To, yeah, having to regain your throne, etc. Mm-hmm. Story. It's on my list. It has the most gorgeous cover honestly and it's just so sad isn't it but there's something about that cover and i was just like well i want to buy it yeah just yeah, yeah me too yeah how sad is that yeah, it's very pretty i know harper does awesome covers in general mm. I, I i very much like their artistic direction team they are very much on point with my taste in okay. any case okay so the next book um we've got which is also coming out on february 5th is the cerulean which is um part of a jewel a brand new duology by amy ewing now i read the first two books of her series which i think gosh i can't remember what book one was called i think it was called the jewel i should look that up oh yeah that sounds familiar um and I didn't mind it. It was quite, it was quite dark, which is a bit sad. Um, very repressed women. Oh. Uh, yeah, the jewel and the series was called The Lone City. Um, but this is completely new. It has a stunning cover as well. Um, I haven't read it, but I have a copy. I had a review copy of this, so I really should get onto that at some point. Okay, so the synopsis is... Sarah has always felt as if she didn't belong among her people, the Cerulean. She is curious about everything and can't stop questioning her three mothers, her best friend Leela, and even the High Priestess. Sarah has longed for the day when the tether that connects her city above the sky to the earthly world below finally severs and sends the Cerulean to a new planet. Mm -hmm. So there we go. 
Um, my that, guess that is, sounds really cool, though. That's, it does sound cool. The cover is awesome, and um, I, I remember the other books being quite good. Quite yeah. dark, though. Okay. It's sort of quite dark stuffy. That so this could be very intriguing. And violent or just angst? No, more about um, women in slavery, and you know, from different socioeconomic groups, and then being treated quite poorly. Okay. Within a very glittery facade but actually being maybe not tortured but this one you know you could be it's almost slave it's almost slavery do you know what i mean well that was fantasy but it was more a dystopian fantasy it was a bit Mm. gruesome Mm. okay moving along then we have this one sounds amazing um the ruin of kings by jen lyons Mm -hmm. is also coming out next week there's a lot of books coming out on february 5th this year um, this is the first in a series which is going to be called A Chorus of Dragons, which automatically has me thinking it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> Kieran is a bastard orphan who grew up on storybook tales of long-lost princes and grand quests. When he is claimed against his will as the long-lost son of a treasonous prince, Kieran finds that being a long-lost prince isn't what the storybooks promised. Far from living the dream, Kieran finds himself practically a prisoner at the mercy of his new family's power plays and ambitions. He also discovers that the storybooks have lied about a lot of other things too. Dragons, demons, gods, prophecies, true love, and how the hero always wins. And so now that I've read that again, it actually, I don't think it sounds that awesome actually. No. <laughs> That's a bit depressing. I know. Did I add it to the list or did you add it to the list? No, I don't I read, know. I'm sure I read that and I went, wow, this sounds great. And then well, I like the like, last hmm. line, which you've just did not oh, read. Yeah, did. Then again, maybe he's not the hero. For Kieran isn't destined to save the Empire, he's destined to destroy it. I feel like the uh, anti hero uh, is a bit of a thing these days. Is it? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes people that think they're meant to be good actually aren't good. I think there's a lot of twists on this recently. It I might don't know. Be, I mean, it sounds like it, it, it's, it sounds like it's going to start off being like a um, prophecy-fulfilling thing and then maybe it just all turns on its head and everything's actually bad and it ends up being quite dark. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a read. Everything I'd with dragons are a bit like that, though. Yeah, sometimes. Generally. But it generally all comes good. This is a thing. This is YA, right? Yeah, look, it sounds okay. It, it doesn't sound terrible. It sounds like it's probably good, but yeah. it also sounds like 50 million other books as well. Yeah. So do you, yeah, know, no, do you know what no. I mean? <laughs> and I do feel like, um, and I don't know if it's just because we see so much in advance these days. Yeah. You know, if we walked it's into a bookstore and really saw that, it probably would just jump out at you. But the reality is we see so much in advance and so many of the synopses sort of sound similar to that that it's kind of like well what's its hook that really makes it unique and it could be brilliantly written you just don't know yeah that's right it's hard because you're right when i when you read that i was like you know what it sounds good and i put it on my want to read list but my gut is i won't be getting to it Hmm. yeah unless it starts to get 50 million brilliant reviews and then i would be like oh which is so sad isn't it that that's what it's come to but i feel like this is what online society has done we've only got so many hours to available for reading and if we have to take other people's opinions but don't you miss just in some ways walking into a bookstore and solely just going on it and then not having any idea choosing something on the shelf 
and just <laughs> doing it yeah. and then realizing it was a crappy book or it was a good book and it's a bit hit and miss yeah now it's like well that looks good but let's check what everybody else has said it's first like we don't have that luxury to be surprised anymore <laughs> no but i think even if we didn't review we still wouldn't have that luxury anymore because i think there's still so many books yeah. and we're so aware of them because everything is online that's right it is just it's unfortunately a, a social thing these days than well you do have such limited time so you want to be very specific and particular about which things you read in your time because there's always something that you know you're going to love that you haven't gotten to like wondersmith yes like your i know i know i'm going to love it like you haven't read read the second bronte metal stone there's i know lots of brilliant books there (laughs) just in my five seconds of thinking anyway back to february all right so Again, February 5th, and we've got more February 5th coming still. It's a popular day for a release. Dark of the West, which is book one in a new series called The Glass Alliance by Joanna Hathaway. Again, this sounds like a high fantasy that also sounds a bit like every other high fantasy that's coming out around now, but it might do it for you, so we're going to read it. Aurelia Isendare is a princess of a small kingdom in the north, raised in privilege but shielded from politics as her brother prepares to step up to the throne. Halfway around the, rule, the world, Athan Dakar, the youngest son of a ruthless general, is a fighter pilot longing for a life away from the front lines. When Athan's mother is shot and killed, his father is convinced it's the work of his old rival, the Queen of Etania, Aurelia's mother. Determined to avenge his wife's murder, he divides the plot to overthrow the queen, a plot which sends Athen undercover to Atania to gain intel from her children. Athen's mission becomes complicated when he finds himself falling for the girl he's been tasked to spy upon. Aurelia feels the same attraction, all the while desperately seeking to stop the war threatening to break between the Southern Territory and the old Northern Kingdoms that control it, a war in which Athen's father is determined to play a role. As diplomatic ties manage to just barely hold, the two teens struggle to remain loyal to their families and each other as they learn that war is not as black and white as they've been raised to believe now that to me just sounds like romeo and juliet in the fantasy a setting bit, yeah but not even fantasy because he's a fighter pilot so yes is, who is knows steampunk? actually i don't know because there's no it, real it doesn't actually it still feels fantasy it doesn't does it? feel fantasy but then that indicates i don't know it's not. anyway okay who knows maybe it is steampunk it's not it's not contemporary no by a lot in any well, way could be but princess of a small kingdom doesn't sound very contemporary no no it I doesn't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by the description but also it does sound quite a lot like a lot of other books yes hmm. anyway okay that's right interesting now this What's one next? this one did pull me and this one i was quite interested in so yeah. I'm going to read this one. There's a couple right. that are coming out in February that I actually was like, no, these are high on my list. Yes. Um, so this one's called Stolen Time by Danielle Rollins. Um, it's the first of a series called the Dark Star series. Um, and so I'll read the synopsis and you can see if you can guess why it appeals to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Seattle 1913. Dorothy is trapped, forced into an engagement to a wealthy man just so she can, she and her mother can live comfortably for the rest of her days. She'll do anything to escape, including sneaking away from her wedding and bolting into the woods to disappear. New Seattle 2077. Ash is on a mission. Rescue the professor, his mentor, who figured out the secret to time travel so together they can put things right in their devastated city. But searching for one man means endless jumps through time with no guarantee of success. 
I love a good time travel. <laughs> now, you have to admit, you just know those two characters are going to meet, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> obviously, if they're both in the synopsis. Now, but yeah, that does look amazing. I'm pretty sure that that book has had really big rave reviews for pre-reads. Okay. Um, so, What else is Danielle Rollins written? Her uh, name sounds really familiar to me. She's. This isn't her first rodeo. She's written a couple of other books, but nothing I've heard. Um, something called Burning and Breaking. So it could be a okay. series, but this is yeah, this is a new series. It does sound amazing. I like. I think the it idea sounds amazing. Future and past. Um, yeah, I, I do too. I do too. Compared to what we've read so far, that it's I'm planning book. on reading it. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. Also. We've got the um, the third book in the Witchland series by Susan Dennard, which is coming, which is called Blood Witch. Um, has this taken is ages to come out? Yes, I feel um, like this has taken ages that to come out. Novella in the meantime, Do, wasn't okay. there a I haven't read the novella. I've only read the first I've two. I've got it, but I don't think I read it in the end. I bought it and then. What was the first book? Was it first book called Sight Witch or is? Wind second, Witch. The oh second yeah, Wind one, Witch. No, Truth Witch? Witch. Yeah, Truth Witch might have been the first one. Maybe. Oh, God, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> anyway, um, we can probably... We did like this series. We did like yeah, this series. I, I promise. I know it doesn't sound like it, but when you read um, a lot... I'm pretty sure Truth <laughs> Witch... Truth Witch, I thought, was, was one. The first one. Yeah, yeah okay. There, there okay. we go. And then Wind Witch was number two. And then there was the novella. Sight Witch. Yeah. Which I haven't read. So Blood Witch is, is the third book. I'm, I'm just trying to... I'm assuming it's the, the final book. <laughs> I audiobooked the first one. I read the second one reading it was better the audiobook voice i wasn't a fan of i actually thought they were lesbians when i first when i first started if you remember that was just the vibe i got from the audiobook which is really sad because i I now think that was just so far off the (laughs) off the case anyway well there's still two books to go after this one okay she's got five five so you never know they might still like you know I don't think so. Isn't one of them attracted to the guy? I can't even remember what his name is. No, I don't remember either. It's been a long time. I I think I need a a reread. Yeah, so there we go. That was published in 2017. It's been a long time. It's been over a year. Yep. That's why. I thought this was meant to come out last year and it's. Yeah, maybe she had a delay. Yeah, that's all right, um, but uh, it has been a while. Yeah, the first two were great and I've been looking forward to this one, so. Okay, so then there's Four Dead Queens by Astrid Schulte, uh, which comes out um, at the end of this month. Now, every time I look at this cover and hear that name, I keep getting confused and thinking, oh, my goodness, there's another book to the Three Dark Crown series by Kendara Blake yeah. that I've obviously <laughs> missed. What on earth? Because I love that series. Yes. Um, but this is actually a completely different series. I really hope it's actually not. I feel when I read the synopsis, it does have a – different premise but they still do sound really similar do you want to read it but it's quite a long synopsis but basically summarizing it you read the synopsis um it basically there's um just read the beginning part mainly divided nation four queens blah 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 get in quick get out quicker these are the words Carolee corrington lives by as the preeminent dipper in the concord the central area uniting the four quadrants of quadara Hmm, sounds a bit Hunger Games. She steals under the guidance of her mentor, Machiel, who runs a black market selling their bounty to buyers desperate for what they can't get in their own quarter. For the nation of Quadara, each quarter is strictly divided from the other. Four queens rule together, one from each region. 
Well, and it then is there's, very then different there's a sounding. murder. Obviously, all, all four queens are, are murdered. Are die, obviously. Yeah, and then she's got to um, find who did it or whatever. I don't know. It's, it sounds a little bit almost like a detective story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds interesting. New series, it does, like, while well, the cover even looks like three dark crowns in yeah, a way it is a little bit similar which annoys me a bit that they couldn't have tried to separate it it does sound very different um and i think i'm going to read it anyway okay, i like the sound of it I've, I've heard some good things about it so do you know what it also reminds me a little bit of when you read it it reminds me of the bone season the bone season series two i don't quite know why it's, it's but there's the, something about the, the thief the, thing with yes the maybe maybe that's why because they're sort of outlaws in that yeah hidden. that's right i hope it's less depressing than that series though because that was really yeah. depressing i couldn't bring myself dark. to read the third book um anyway who speaking knows? of the bone season exactly i know it's perfect timing <laughs> um we've also at the end of you're Fair, keen about this I'm, I'm super keen for this i'm skeptical samantha shannon is um releasing the priory of the orange tree which i've been hearing about for so long and there have been like you know pre-release copies around yeah. for ages but i haven't haven't had one in my little hands but well, um, we're not really reading so not really i know for the thing <laughs> we, we've been very slack on the blog recently but I anyway know. um the house of berethnet has ruled Innes for a thousand years still unwed queen sabrin the ninth must conceive a daughter to protect her realm from destruction but assassins are getting closer to her, her door Ede Durian, Durian is an outsider at court. Though she has risen to the position of lady-in-waiting, she is loyal to a hidden society of mages. That's the hook for That's me. That's cool, yeah. Ede keeps a watchful eye on Sabrin, secretly protecting her from with forbidden magic. Across the Dark Sea, Tane has trained all her life to be a dragon rider. That's the other hook for me. But is forced <laughs> to make a choice that would see her life unravel. Meanwhile, the divided East and West refuse to parley and forces of chaos are rising from their sleep. That's got me written all over it. It does. So, <laughs> um, I'll try and grab a copy of that when it comes out. It sounds cool. And also, I think I'm pretty sure there have been quite a few people I've seen who have read it already who've raved about it. And they yeah. said it's their favourite book already of the year. Okay. And, um, but it's it's a huge. It's yes. The actual the hardback copies are like... Humongous. The cover, the cover has that look of that really old school epic fantasy, fantasy yeah. high yeah. fantasy feel. It does seem to have quite a good review. Um, oh, sorry, not that you should judge Goodreads, especially before a book's been released on its star rating, because yeah. heaps of people give things one stars and five stars without yeah, ever having yeah. anything to do with it. That's right. But you know, there have been some from people I actually trust. Some high high reviews yes you know high star ratings 800 pages oh okay that's not as big as i thought i thought it was more than that it looks it looks maybe it's 800 plus pages 848 you can read it so i will it's not as big as kingdom of ash it's not going to take me three months to read (laughs) well kingdom of ash only took me like three days my love so anyway (laughs) okay you can uh, read that one. I'll read Four Dead Queens. Okay. Then right. we can we'll tell swap, each other we'll if it's notes. worth switching. <laughs> yep. Um, and there's more on in February. <laughs> we 
don't. I know. February's huge. This is why we're only doing the first quarter. <laughs> well, we've already spoken about Vardasia. That's coming in, in um, the end of February as well. Which is book five, was it? It's book yes. six, book five. Well, yes. book five if you don't count the okay. novellas. Yep. Um, the, the disasters with a Y, disasters. Um, as in like dynasty. D-Y, okay, yeah. Um, PC Cast and Kristen Cast is a mother-daughter <sighs> yes. writing team. I read a lot of PC Cast books before I inst- before I got onto like Goodread. And they're a bit paranormal romance? crap, really. Oh, no. Well, I've read... Uh, well, I've I read, read the House of Night series. That's pretty okay. crap. Um, <laughs> there is another series where she goes through... Where they go through portals and it's like a ancient Greek sort of world. They were all right. So that's more adult than young adult. I've read um, some, I'm sure I've read some fantasy of theirs already. That was really good. Moonchosen. Moon yeah, Chosen. but isn't that still part of the same series? No, no, it's fantasy. Um, where is it? Oh, See, I read those ones, the Parthalon, Parthalon series, and that to me is not YA because I think there was a no, fair bit of sex in there. Hey, speaking of sex, for the blog that is, not in general, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like a couple of his newer YA books, there has been more sex. Furyborn, there was a very clear masturbation in the end. And I'm like, are they getting a little bit more relaxed about this in US um, YA books these days? I don't know. I was a bit shocked, but I feel like it's because... Like explicit? (laughs) Well, not too explicit, but it was still very clear that she finished an orgasm. So okay. You know, she was having a sexy time Maybe dream and then finished it off and then got all freaked out that her maid was going to have noticed. And I was like, <laughs> it was just not really that necessary. And then I thought, am I getting old? Or have I just read That's so wrong. many where there's no sex? And she had sex in the book too. Okay. And I'm like, it wasn't really necessary. It made sense that they did because you knew they were getting together. But yeah. I I'm like, are they getting a little relaxed? Yeah, I saw an article recently. I should try and find it but i feel um, sarah j mars is a reason it's gotten relaxed yeah there was some there was an uh it was about how there's a lot more books that are mark not necessarily even being marketed as ya but they're ending up in goodreads as ya, as YA because, because so people, many ya people put them on a ya them. shelf they mark them as ya therefore other people, people think reading they're YA, YA, but they're actually things like N-N-A sarah j mars or other things and roses and even the beginning of throat of glass and not the end like they are still very YA. Yeah, they've, well, they've got young protagonists. They've got coming-of-age type themes. Yeah. But they also happen to have I feel like she's muddied the water. I feel like she's muddied, but they are explicit sex. In, in Furyborn, the sex was not explicit, but it okay. was clear that they had sex and that she was taking care of her own business. But... <laughs> it's not the only book recently I feel like I've read where there's been that and I'm like I feel that there's a shift where they've loosened guidelines or something in this and I don't know if it's just because I read so much of it that it's now a shock because I've read so much of it where it was so clearly that they should have and it's never discussed I don't know interesting it'll be interesting to see what happens I mean a lot of people get upset about it because these books do end up on 
school shelves and you know people are yeah. upset that but I mean like, I'm totally fine if I they know. would if the kids are going to read like this it is then a whatever. very big American thing though I don't think this is such a big deal in Aussie land to be completely frank really? no hmm. I don't think I think as an Australian publisher if you were marketing to an Australian audience I think they'd be more relaxed than an American audience is yeah. um, I think Europe would be much more relaxed as well I could be wrong I can't actually think of many European writers that I've Red yeah. now I think about it. it's all American and some Aussie we do, we do have, there are some British authors that yeah but we get it through fear. American market generally yeah, like do. do you know what I mean well a lot of our books actually come from British publishers anyway but they yes. are American authors yes often, I agree so, I agree apart from the Aussie authors that we get but I do feel that there is some loosening shift in that respect and like if you think back I don't know about you, but when I was 12, there was no YA really. So I just read adult books. And guess what? There was lots of twisted stuff in that, like flowers in the attic. Let's be real here. And that I'm not alone. That's like the 80s, 90s, what girls read when they moved on from kids' books. Yeah, well, there were plenty of... um... Tomorrow When the War Began. That had sex in it. Did it? I'm positive it does. I'm positive they do. No, the first book does. Oh. There's a scene, I'm positive, in the lake because I remember it was considered quite risque at the time. Mm. I must have blocked it from... <laughs> Look, like, it's not you know, a big I, deal, though. This is the reality. Me. Well, it's been a long time since I've read that series. Yes. That um, could be a whole other podcast. I know. Maybe we should just note that down for later. Yeah. We can, talk, we can actually come up with some good examples. Yes. All right, well, we now we've gone completely off track. Sorry, yes. Moon, moon <laughs> PC cast. So I have read something of hers that... Um, that was not vampires um, oh, yes. behaving badly. Moon Chosen. So there was a second book of, of that came out recently, maybe even a third. Whoa. And um, and yeah, I really loved Moon Chosen. That okay. was actually a high they're fantasy. they easy to read. All of her stuff well, the, is easy to Moon read. Moon Chosen's quite long. It's like, mm. um, yes. and I really enjoyed that one. So Some anyway. Path series or Path Non or whatever it was called. The Dynasties, new stuff. The disasters. Oh, sorry. So it's it's House of Night meets X Men. Apparently, oh, it's like um. Let's go back to the. So synopsis. instead of a vampire, it's a. It's so like there's, there's a bunch of genetic of kids in this town who okay. have basically superpowers, and as it turns out, they are the first in a group of teens genetically manipulated before birth to bond with the elements. And now they're being hunted. Now they're being hunted. That is a so, bit Logan-like, isn't it? So it, it sounds cool, and I'll, I'll happily give it a read. Um, it doesn't It doesn't look that long. It's only 300 no, it's pages. So, um, But, yeah, it sounds pretty good. Okay. So that's officially coming out at I'm, the end I've of the I've decided I'm done with PC cards. There's too many better <laughs> things to read. Okay. That that's sounds your, horrible. That's it's not that anything was terrible. <laughs> I just felt that there's a lot of better stuff to read. Hey, look, okay. I read my own trashy stories. <laughs> aka the, the selection floor <laughs> aka the selection <laughs> we can each have our own brand of exactly trashy. exactly okay in march and we're finishing with march i promise <laughs> all right so there is the everlasting rose which is book two of the bells by donnie l clayton now i read the bells the first book um last year a long time before it came out i must have got a review copy of it and then it just wasn't available for ages um and i didn't mind it it was a very interesting take on um how much beauty and fashion it's still a dystopian fantasy but it was really looking at how much beauty and fashion and fashion trends take over society um yes it was interesting i am interested because there was a bit of a dark sinister note to this all and i will be interested to see where that goes in the second one 
it is a very different book. I can't think of anything else quite like it. Um, then there is also another book that I really liked. Yep, keep going. Was um, The Queen's Rising, which came out last year, and book two, The Queen's Resistance by Rebecca Ross, comes out March 5th. Um, this was one of those surprising, I thought it sounded like every other fantasy book when I read the synopsis of the first one, and it was just a really good, easy read that was interesting, and I'm really keen to read the second one of that. Um, and then also apparently coming out in March, but I'm skeptical because I've also seen June release dates for oh. this one is, um, children of virtue and vengeance, which is by to Tomi Adiemi. Um, and it's the second book of the legacy of the Orisha series. Now I have that as a pre-order on audible and it sent me a message saying that this is actually not coming out till June. And there was both oh, June and March. Books? No, well, the there was books? June and March versions of the book and Goodreads too. Mm. So I don't know if it's actually coming out in March or if we've got to wait till June for it. But that book, Children of Blood and Bone, was just uh, excellent. I've been, I've been dying to read it the, for so long. I've had it for ages. The audio book was phenomenal. The The voice... Um, the the voice actor or whatever they're called was yes. brilliant for it it was just so beautifully read and it was so engaging and the storyline was so interesting and i'm really looking forward to this so i'm kind of hoping it's march not june <laughs> yeah. either way i've pre-ordered it and i can't get my credit back because i've cancelled audible for the time oh, being yeah. so um, i will have to just suck it up and get it when i get it mm -hmm. yes Okay, and I feel like I should read the next one too because it's also <laughs> one of my yeah. my pet series. You've got, you've got a lot of stuff coming Yeah, out. so, um, and this is um, Return of the Thief, which is, I believe, the final book in the Queen's Thief series oh. by Megan Whalen-Turner. And that comes out on March 19. Now, I still haven't read book five because oh. I kind of feel like I need to reread the other books. Yeah, okay. But this series is just a phenomenal high fantasy series. I love it. The ending of book one gave me goosebumps and was such a surprise to my system that I just, I was just completely hooked. And book two is out of this world even better than book one. And if you love a really good, deep political intrigue series, I really recommend it. If you love like watching Game of Thrones, if you liked Finnegan of the Rock, the Lumetier Chronicles, I mm. feel like it's really in that same vein. Beautifully wow. okay. written. Well, yeah. maybe once the this last one comes out, I'll read all of them. It's worth it because you did read the first. You did read, I did the, read first the first one. one. Yeah. Yes, I don't remember much about it, which is terrible. I still get goosebumps at the end scene when they go in this room and there's these statues, and I'm just like, anyway, <laughs> I'll have to read it again. I'm not going to say anything more. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> all right. Um, so we ne we then have Once and Future by Amy Rose Capetta. Mm -hmm. at the end of March. I read this synopsis and thought it sounded awesome. <laughs> yes, I think I thought it so, sounded really good too. Mm. Um, it says, I've been chased my whole life as an illegal immigrant in the territory controlled by the tyrannical Mercer Corporation. I've always had to hide who I am until I found Excalibur. Now I'm done hiding. My name is Aria Helix. I have a magic sword, a cranky wizard, and a revolution to start. That just sounds awesome. <laughs> no. So, when Ari crash lands on old earth and pulls a magic sword from its ancient resting place, she is revealed to be the newest reincarnation of King Arthur. Then she meets Merlin, who has aged backward over the centuries into a teenager, and together they must break the curse that keeps Arthur coming back. 
Their quest, defeat the cruel, oppressive government and bring peace and equality to all humankind. That sounds, actually, by the end, it was sounding a little bit, I don't know, um, cartoony. But it's part of their standard. (laughs) It's it's part of their standard. um, It's part of a standard, like, come a lot. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. You know, it's I took be the Utopia girls by the end. I took the girls to see the movie <laughs> The Kid Who Would Be King. Oh, Caitlin yeah. really wanted I to really, see it. I thought and that looked great. It's very similar in a way okay. to that. Only because Arthur does age backwards. So that must be an actual part of the real law of Camelot, this aging okay. backwards thing. Because otherwise, what are the chances that a movie well, and a book series would both have Arthur aging backwards? Yeah. In saying that though, the kid who would be king is a much more spoofy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It, it, was, did, it did look kind of silly, like not silly, but there you were know. parts that absolutely terrified um, the girls. Oh, okay. Terrified the girls. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have brought them because there were teenagers in the road behind us with boyfriend, girlfriend, like love okay. interest things going on over school holidays. <laughs> and then be there with the two kids. But still, they loved it. I Matthew quite says liked he it. wants to see it. Well, when, when mm. I saw the title was Once in Future, I was like, oh, is this something to do with. King Arthur, and then I read it and went, Yes, it is. I know, <laughs> I love I King know. Arthur. So do I, so do I. So, you should watch Merlin. I, I will one day. Everyone <laughs> tells me I like Merlin, but yeah, that one sounds great. Yeah, and the final book we'll mention, and I'm not going to do any synopsis or anything, and but it's the um, Scorched Dragons, which is the sequel to Ice Wolves by Amy Kaufman, um, which is her middle grade series yep. called The Elementals. Um, and that comes out at the end of March as well, March 26th. So did I you read, read yes, I did. I did. I listened to it. It was, um, it was good. It's much more light compared to other stuff she's, yeah. in terms of, you can tell it's for a younger audience. It's yes. a, I almost would say Matthew would be up for that. Okay. Ice Wolves. It's, it's quite a simplistic storyline, but it's a good storyline. I liked it. Okay. Mm. Dragons. Dragons. Oh, I thought Exciting. it was a wolf thing. Oh, okay. wolves too, but dragons. <laughs> Just going to put right, that I mean. out there. It, it, it's good. <laughs> I, I really liked it. Mm. Okay. Yep. And there's so much stuff coming out in April as well, but we'll do that in next. No, we'll, we'll do, do that. Later. We'll have to do the next. because and Including Aurora Rising, which is also Amy. I know, I know, I know. There's quite a few things and quite a few Aussie author things coming out, I think. Yes, in the, I feel like the, a lot of the, the early stuff quarter. was not hardly any Aussie stuff in the beginning. No, but I say they have different major release dates yeah, would be my guess probably. for the Northern and Southern Hemisphere. That would be my guess. Hmm. In any case, there were a lot of good <sighs> books in that list. Yeah, I hope you had your, uh, your Goodreads out to look these up to add them to your list. Mm-hmm. Um, so shall we have a talk about Kingdom of Ash? We can talk about Kingdom of Since Ash it's now. The ending. now we have I don't had... remember Kingdom of Ash. That's the only thing I'm going to say because <laughs> I wrote it a long time ago. <laughs> right, we may as well start at the beginning. There will be spoilers of the whole series in this. Um, so, you know, if you haven't read it, mm-hmm. go and read it. It's great. Yeah. We started this journey. In 2012 or something, I think, is when Throne oh, of Glass came it was, out. It was after Throne. Did you get a review copy of Throne of Glass? I'm trying to remember. Yes, yes, I did. You did, okay. But I think we still had separate blogs. <laughs> it was before we joined forces for That's evil. That's right. And thank goodness we joined forces because otherwise <laughs> my I just want to be doing it anymore. Yes. Uh, let me have a look. Let me have a look. I'm pretty sure Throne of Glass was like 2012. So in, in, yes, in between. Yes, I posted my review on the 7th of July 2012. Well, there you go. When our, our, our youngest were babies. Absolutely. Um, so it's been a long time coming. We've, we've In the meantime, we've actually met Sarah J. Mars. I know. A lot know. of our books signed. Um, and this is the end of a long journey. But um, 
yeah, it's been great. It has been an enjoyable journey, I feel. So I actually... You'll have to... You honestly are going to have to remind me. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's been a while. Um, So, okay. So in most of Kingdom of Ash, the beginning obviously was going to be a lot of army stuff, like battle stuff, because the the, um, Erewhans aren't... Like the army from Morath was massing and coming it ended in a pretty dark place yeah and then um all of the others were all separated and um aelin had been uh, kidnapped kidnapped. and put in an iron box and taken to yes just before that happened all of the different negotiations and groups and armies that she had swindled oh, into yeah, deals were all coming together thing. yeah that's yeah, right even kale had made it back so they knew they had a lot no, of that, no kale wasn't back yet oh no he wasn't but he was he a, comes like, back we knew he was during, on the way yeah, back yeah. she didn't know he was on the way back no but, but we that, knew because that was at the end of tower of Dawn, yeah, that's that right. he was he was he had brought his fleet he had successfully convinced them so a lot of the the uh, like probably two-thirds of the book was either mo- armies moving Yes. Or battles. And there was. There, there was a lot of logistics. There was a lot of like, By the time I was getting close to the end, I'm like, oh, my God, they're still having this battle. See, I didn't find it that <laughs> oh. bad, but I binge read it. Like, I did it over, I yeah, think, two maybe three days. Yeah, maybe if I read it fast, it would have been better. But there was a lot of battling going on. And then I'm they, very glad they I didn't were... do it as an audio book because I'd be oh. still on it now. Yeah. It <laughs> as an audio book. <laughs> there were... They, they got to, like, the last tether, like, of their defence or whatever about three times, like, Adian and the army there. I know, but they got – anyway. I can't remember how they got out of it, but they got out of it. Well, people kept Gandalfing in at the last minute. Like, one one minute it was the Griffin Riders, what, the witches coming in, and then the oh, other, someone else and came 13 in. and and oh. taking over. But yes. I, I, that but was I really good. I yeah, really I liked that. how I loved that the story And how she became – the queen. The queen. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. And I can't remember how it came about, but I remember that was quite epic when she was finally accepted yeah. by the crockers. had the, the, um, the crown, the stars. Yeah. Oh, I loved, I've got I loved the, thinking about it. Look at it. <laughs> I loved Dorian's, um, like, learning how to shapeshift and then he could get into Morath and do the things in there. And We're doing spoilers, so right? Cool. Yeah, yeah we said spoilers. that already. Okay, all right. I really thought... One of the main characters was going to be killed off. Yeah, me because too. I knew she wouldn't kill off Aelin. Yeah. I didn't think, even though the whole prophecy was that Aelin was going to die. I thought Aelin or, or, um, or Dorian. Or Dorian or Kale would be I thought dead. one of those trilogy was dead, and I really thought it was going to be Dorian because of the whole prophecy thing, and one of the two of them had to die. Yeah. Because they either either could have been the person of prophecy. The prophecy ended up being a bit of a... A bullshit, Bizarre, wasn't it? I thought the way the gods just completely yeah. f***ed them over, and there's no <laughs> other word terrible. for it. It was just horrific, and I was really glad that she screwed them over worse. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> um, I don't remember because it has been so long how she got out of that, but I did think it was it was believable enough. At first, it I was, was like, her, it was her bond with uh, Rowan. That, you remember she did the tattoo and it had, like, a path home or something in it? But didn't they both decide to go in at the end too, both Dorian and... Yes, they were and in, I think but they she shoved him out oh, partway through okay, because okay. she knew it would kill him. Because I found that quite good and I was like, she's going to this up because I can't see of a way she's going to get them out of this, no matter how good you're writing, with me being able to go, you really just... 
screwed us out of a believable ending. But I felt begrudgingly like I could accept it. It was a bit happy yeah. ever after. But the thing I was more annoyed was that she, um, it didn't serve any purpose in the end. Like they, they no. shut the doors, but and then they didn't they, even help. The bad them. guys were still there, and yeah. they had no intention of helping yeah, them. That was right. the bit that I was like, "You." So maybe assholes. that was a great twist in the end because it meant that it didn't help them at all. No, and you they felt had to do the, it themselves. You felt that that was going to be the big ending, and actually that wasn't the ending. That was the before ending because then there was yes. the big endings. But I can't remember how she got out of it all. But I think Manon was really important to it, and the. Crockett no. coming together was that not so how did she actually oh, you... defeat him in the end oh, <laughs> I don't the remember end. yeah 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 um, do, you, do you know what I mean it was man it was because um, that wasn't the end it was Irene thought... it was Irene the the healer she like you know oh. used her magic and killed him which you knew was going to be when she realized how to heal yeah Kale. I, I you loved knew that, that was going to be actually that whole and in the end, the it end had nothing to do with Aelin and nothing to do with Dorian and nothing to do with killing it was yeah. the fact that they through love and healing actually Yes. Killed them off. And I was like, if awesome. her baby dies out of I'm this, devastated. I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> but it was fine. Well, I assume I it was fine. We don't know. They haven't and actually. I'm, I'm glad that Kale got a happy. Look, everyone got a happy ending. That was yes. a bit unbelievable. But I feel <laughs> like we were with them for that journey long enough. They did deserve it. They deserved I, every, to be Everyone happy. ended in a good place in the yes. end. So that was good. A bit too um, paired up for my life. It was very paired up, but. Whatever. I felt Dorian and Manon had a bit of an unhealthy relationship. But anyway, <laughs> yes, that's, side, that's for a side story. Well, they were both kind of a bit messed up by the end anyway, so I guess oh, a messed up pretty, relationship is going to be Everyone was pretty messed course. up. When you think about it, back into book one, where she slept with Dorian first, then got together with Kale, then you really felt that Kale was her forever. Yes. To then realise that Kale was actually not remotely right for her either hmm. i still don't like i this is an unpopular opinion but i really don't like rowan i think he's just so cardboard <laughs> i actually like him but i felt that it would have worked like the fact that she i, I like them as a trifecta dory and cal and, yes and oh that was the part when i cried at the end when they said goodbye to each I other know, me too like, and oh. like kale and Aylin sort of forgave each other and they made out that Kale had a lot to be forgiven for, and I'm like, well, you fucked off overseas, and I get, I get that you were broken, but you kind of screwed yeah, him over pretty fault, badly really, too. No, I didn't think it was as big a deal as what yeah, they had made yeah, it out, and then Rowan recovered her, and I'm like, are you just really trying to re, like, make sure it's everyone was fully? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? But I almost felt like she had to really prove at that last to the nth degree that really her and Kale, like Kale broke her trust and she deserved to be with Rowan. And like, okay. I don't know. I felt that that was really written a lot. And I'm like, did Kale actually do that much that was wrong when he sent her away? I don't know. Yeah, I, I never her. thought, like, you know how I feel about Kale. So <laughs> it hasn't done anything wrong in the thing. But no. no um, I just yeah, felt I, that they should have introduced either Rowan sooner or downplayed earlier the relationship between her and Kale. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I, I feel that like that wasn't planned out as brilliantly as it should have been. Yeah, and the other thing with with uh, Rowan is that ride. the thing with his first mate, or, or which is the, all the in mate his that head didn't, and didn't all turn out done, to be yeah. his mate, I was like, why, why, why do you only have to have one 
mate that in your is life. A very, like, but why? that's a very fey trope. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But that, I, found, I find that a bit disappointing because. But it's an easy way to to prove, like in romance, it means you get around a lot of the bullshit storyline that you have to write with attraction. Because if it's fate yeah, storyline, it's fated. You have to be it together. It is fated, and when you know that they're fated mates, well, then guess what? You get to get out of all of that writing. Yeah. And you get to get to the story. <laughs> Because it's not just Sarah J. Maas that does it. There's a lot of romance out there that does that particular yes. trope with Faye. So it must be some, I don't know, gospel thing with Faye romance. I don't it's, know. Yeah. It's all, it's also with a lot of werewolf stuff. They also have, have true mates. mates. I think anything with mate, maybe. Mate. Do vampires probably? There's vampire stories with true know. mates I don't know. I don't think well. they tend to, know. like, you know. Well, like, even Twilight kind of had those. Oh, no, the vamp. It was the, it was that the was werewolves the werewolf part, yep. that they imprint on or whatever. Because he yes. imprints on a baby, which is a bit creepy. But anyway. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought there was a very satisfying ending. It, it wrapped up. Even though it, it, it took it so long to get there in the end, this book was massive. But mm-hmm. I've, it, if, it, if it had been shorter, it probably wouldn't have been as epic. That's right. And that true. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way it went. <laughs> I am too. And I can't remember what I gave it as a star rating. I think I gave Again. it five stars because I got to the end and I, I was like, oh, that was great. <laughs> I gave it four. I oh, gave okay. it four. Okay. Do you think I can remember why? <laughs> there must have been something that you weren't quite happy I think I felt with. it was a little too neat and I thought oh, someone okay, should have okay. died. <laughs> felt a bit. Wow, and I know that sounds harsh. really harsh, but I do feel that... We were promised death. Oh, death. We were with the prophecy. We were promised And we got death. cheated. I don't know. It was also very long. And it was very long. It wasn't perfection in my head. It was good. But I think this is how I felt about Court of Thorns and Roses at the end too. I think at the end I was like, this was neat and it was good. Yeah, but endings are so hard. Like to get it. I know, it, I know. You've got to make it epic enough, but you've also got to please everybody. I feel that her build up is better than her endings. Okay. Her hmm. middle books do it for me. Yes, well, I do think that Queen of Shadows. Yeah, Queen of Shadows is still my that was favorite. Excellent. That was it was very absolutely good. epic. It was. It was that. a really good book. Yeah. It set it up really well. And having said that, the Air of Fire. I think whatever the one the, where she's meeting Rowan and stuff, that's my least favourite. Except for the very end when she finally gets into the power. Yeah. That was awesome. But the rest of that was a bit... Mm. Yeah, the whole Maeve stuff was interesting in the end. Yes. I, I liked um, that she was one of them rather yes, than Faye. Yes, yes, that was interesting because I don't think I'd really pick that up. I think No, I and hadn't. I, I had to admit, though, Except I think when, this is the thing. I was like, are you just coming up with this now? Or was this always your plan? I, I didn't get... You know how sometimes when you get to the end of these, you're like, this was really thought out from the beginning. Yeah. I don't feel like... Like, I feel like she had well, she some of the logistics. No, yes, idea. I think yeah. she had a plan with the logistics. Yeah. I feel like that was planned out because I felt that at the end of Air of Fire... Sorry, not Air of Fire, Queen of Shadow, when all the little prequel... Like, all the little um, novellas... Oh, the Empire of Storms. Sorry, Empire of yep. Storms. Where sorry, where all where the they all came, came together. Came yep. I was like, you have thought this through from well, that logistics. Either I that, don't feel or like she went, oh, I need some other armies to come here. Maybe I could just bring these guys back. But so didn't it could she have happened that way. Didn't all the novellas end with like them owing her a favor, and this is when she called them all yeah, in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can't I didn't remember. read them. 
I read I, I read one of them all the way through, and the other ones I think I didn't read all of it, but I read yeah. some of because they were they were free first when, when Absolutely. They, they were, they were free. free. Yeah. Now I have a copy of the book version of them. Yeah. I will go back and read them just to make sure I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I seem to remember them. Yeah, they were they were to do that. And did did she meet Irene in? them as well because they had met before at some point we see i she, felt that she must have in one of those novellas yeah because i don't remember her doing her. that in the actual books no she only meets time. irene right at the end and they realized that was quite a powerful moment when you yeah. realize that they had actually she had saved irene from darkness and because of that they were all saved yeah because if she hadn't have given her that kindness they would have come to the end of this and not been in that yeah, position. Yeah, they wouldn't have had any way to... No, at the end of the day, that was the... None of the other relationships or negotiations were the important pivotal bits. It was yeah. that simple act of kindness. That was a good twist, I thought. Yes, I But it that. was also a bit too perfect. But anyway. No, there's you know, no such thing as too perfect you know, when, you go when it's a plot when thing. It's a fantasy <laughs> thing. No, that is true. That is true. You've got to have so something. I don't, I don't know. Look, it, it, was, it was an excellent series. It was a good series. Highly recommended. Go and find Throne of Glass if you haven't read it. And if and we've the just spoiled the whole is, thing for you. <laughs> the problem is, I think, it's so big that to someone coming in now, yeah, it it's is, a lot it of dedication. Because yep. I know that's how I feel about series that are quite full on. I'm like, oh. Wheel of Time. Well, I read them, but I can't bring myself to finish them because I just oh. can't. Uh, well, I'm feeling like that about... Um, I have to Those go back and reread them Grisha anyway. verse ones now. Oh, and they're not I that know. big, but I'm like, maybe I'll just I wait for them to come out on TV. Yeah. Speaking of TV, which has got nothing to do with this, um, one of my all time favourite sci fi YA style TV series yep. back in the early 2000s, Roswell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being remade. Yes, I heard about that. I've watched the first couple of episodes. They're adults in this version, they're oh, yeah, not teenagers okay. in this version. Yes. Um, apparently more close to the book series. Right, okay. They didn't change her last name. They didn't whiten the whole group and they left them a bit Latina and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not been too bad. Max is nowhere near as hot. <laughs> Michael is gay. Um, so there's definitely been some changes and it was written obviously very recently because it makes reference to Trump's war and things like that okay. without mentioning Trump um, in the in the storyline so that's been good and charmed has been redone as well oh yeah i heard about that i don't know it's it's, free on channel 10 online at the moment i haven't watched it is it it a remake or is it just a reunion thing no no no, different actors different actors so it's on 10 play because i I I love the original charmed but i loved charmed it was oh it was one of my favorite series and it went on for ages yeah i I used to watch it a lot too i loved it but um who knows? I, I, I'm going to have to give it a go and I will report back. Okay. We're going to have to have a TV episode at some point. I know. Up, yes, we will because there's Game about. of Thrones coming back. I've watched Discovery of Witches. Oh, yeah. Um, I have not done that yeah. yet. Yes. So Magicians is back too. I've watched the first there you go. episode. So we'll have to, we'll have to do a TV episode okay. next time. All right. Well, I think that's um, everything for today. I think that's more than enough for today. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, please, if you've got anything you want to um, ask us about or give us a suggestion for this year, hopefully we're going to speak to some more authors coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us, contact at com, or you can tweet 
at us at Tea Tree Tops or at Oaken Bookcase. You can also find a list of all the books and other things we've talked about in this episode, as well as all of our book reviews at the Tea in the Tree Tops blog, teainthetreetops.com. Thanks so much for listening to our rambling. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very rambly episode, um, but we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, bye. Bye.